Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, May 31st. Let's jump into today's top stories. IUPUI names Katz, Sapper and Miller Managing Director of Government Advisory Luke Boso as its next AD. IUPUI Interim Chancellor slash Executive Vice President Andrew Klein said, Our athletics program links our campus community and city in countless ways. Luke's experience and his connections across the city of Indianapolis make him an ideal choice to establish Jaguars Athletics as one of our state's leading programs for student-athletes. Parker Executive Search assisted with the process. ESPN Chairman Jimmy Pitaro acknowledges the expansion and promotion of women's sports programming means the company will likely have to increase its media rights expenditures in that area. Pitaro said, We know that the more we invest, the more we grow the leagues, the harder it's going to be for us to renew. From my perspective, that's a high-class problem. Disney head of advertising Rita Farrow explains the network, estimates it has a thousand advertisers supporting women's sports, including, everything from WNBA to college sports and up-and-coming sports. When negotiations for the next rounds of media rights start, Pitaro plans to make the case that the infrastructure ESPN has built for women's sports, spanning 17 platforms, will support the property's future value. Still, he points out that ESPN will have a budget. Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger observes that the Southeastern Conference's most powerful executives have for the better part of a year, explored solutions with a goal of managing athlete compensation in a more regulated way if a federal solution is not achieved. During day one of their annual spring meetings on the Florida Panhandle, their plan B is coming into focus. The league expects to align its 12-state NIL laws in an effort to hand power to the conference office to oversee, police and even set policy for NIL. Commissioner Greg Sankey said, we have enough trust and confidence from our state leaders that we can govern ourselves if that needs to be done. To do so, Dellinger points out, recently amended state laws in Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri and Arkansas that prohibit enforcement of outside entities such as the SEC would have to be amended back. And Sankey says of those bills, I know legislators get angry at the NCAA, but a notion that a voluntary association's leadership can't come together and set standard is one that is way, way out there from how we conduct our business. Snapdragon Stadium's pro forma did not include an MLS tenant, according to San Diego State AD John David Wicker, who explains the California state system requested a conservative pro forma, so the addition of an MLS tenant is another boost to revenue. Wicker said, the pro forma was built on six and a half SDSU football games, so that was it. However, SBJ's Brett McCormick notes the possibility of an MLS franchise was central to the venue's design, and includes a center walkout tunnel that MLS expects in its club's venues. While the MLS expansion team's lease agreement is yet to be made public, Wicker says it's pretty much final. As for the area around the stadium, Wicker says SDSU recently awarded the first residential building contract. Construction should begin in the first quarter of 2024. USA Today's Blake Topmeyer examines what Oklahoma and Texas can learn from Missouri's move from the Big 12 to SEC, and from a football standpoint former Tigers head coach Gary Pinkle offers two pieces of advice. First, he says, tackle to tackle, even the average teams are really good up front. Second, Pinkle advises respecting the league without putting it on a pedestal, which he says he may have been guilty of during the Tigers' first season. I wanted to let them know that this isn't a normal league. I'm responsible to do that. But, I might have done it too great of an extent. 
Off the field, former Mizzou AD Mike Alden wonders how Texas will fare in a new environment, as he points out. Everyone in that room has an equal seat at the table, and Texas is not used to that. That is absolutely not in their DNA, so I'll be interested to see how they're able to adapt. The New Mexico New Mexico State Men's Basketball Series is in jeopardy of being cancelled for the 2023-24 season, according to the Albuquerque Journal's Jeff Grammer, who reports the two schools' athletic departments have yet to come to an agreement about security concerns. In the wake of the heated tensions that arose from the events of this past season, Lobos AD Eddie Nunez noted, as of yet, we have not been provided any direction regarding events in their basketball arena. We have offered the ability for NMSU men's basketball to play here in Albuquerque, but they have informed us that is not an option. Until we are assured of a plan for events hosted by NMSU at their basketball arena, we will not move forward with scheduling a game there. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, May 31st. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.